1: We're getting through another week. I want to sound way more hopeful. I want to. Do you see how sad I just sound like, yeah. Yeah,
2: another week, another week.
1: Jeremiah, uh, like the Bible. There's a saying in Norway that apparently, like, it's like a, a fairly, like, common g- greeting that someone asks you how you're doing. And you're like, I'm up, but not crying.
2: I mean, I feel like that's very reflective <laughs> of the time. I'm awake. And I'm not in somber
1: Correct <laughs> Like that's fine with me But nonetheless uh, We are always here to make sure That we get you through the day In your best way possible mm-hmm. So we are going to bring you Some laughs and some facts And everything in between As well as we can Alright Remember to give us a call one Amanda 8 the 855 262 6328 Some of the things we plan on Talking about today Are uh, the protests in New York mm-hmm. um, We're also going to get into the Big Up, Let Down a little later um and um uh, what else we got on the slate? We gotta go around the world, you know. Oh, we do have that. black around the world a little later on. Yeah, so we got some things. We got some things we're gonna get into, but first and foremost, it's Black Early News Time.
2: That is correct. So we gotta talk about Rhonda Senses and the bill restricting Chinese, the Chinese from buying houses in Florida, in Florida land. That's crazy, right? I don't <laughs> I don't even we'll get into it. <laughs> Plus, Diddy announces there's a versus between him and Jermaine Dupree. New York versus Atlanta. We can't break that down.
1: <laughs> First of all, I don't like the dance that you just did. Because we both have <laughs> thoughts about this. I wonder what the people are going to about this. New York versus Atlanta. All right. What else? What There's else? There's a lot going
2: on in Sudan. Like I said, we have Black Around the World coming up this hour as well. So we got to get into that.
1: Well, people have been asking me to talk about Sudan. And I really will simply just be like stating what I have learned in the facts. Because a lot of times, Jeremiah, like the Bible, like I start to talk about something overseas. And people are like, that's not exactly precisely what's going on and I'm like you see that's why I stick to
2: it's just a jumping off point y'all. the states you set it up and you go find out the rest
1: I have to be trying to remind people that like there's more to blackness in our diaspora than mm. you know just what's going on mm-hmm. uh, but apparently did I hear that uh, Tory Lanez got a retrial
2: I'm oh God. That makes my head hurt. Well,
1: uh, you know what? I'll do some research and and, and, and <laughs> confirm or deny when we get back. Keep it like right here. Stay connected with us on social media at Seal Set It. And also give us a call at 855 Amanda 8 That's 855 262 6328 It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seals show, it's Amanda Seals, Amanda Seals. I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist joined by... Jeremiah, like the Bible? Let's get into some black-eared news.
2: Let's do it. So Governor Ron DeSantis backs a bill that would prohibit Chinese citizens from owning homes and land anywhere in Florida, Amanda. Anywhere. Anywhere. Keep going. So he said this, we don't want the Chinese Communist Party in the Sunshine State. And I I feel like that's very indicative of how he speaks also, like that's very extreme.
1: We don't want the communist party yeah, in communist the sun.
2: China. Okay. So, based upon that, dozens of Chinese Americans testified against the bill in the past month, leaving many to feel like this could lead to discrimination. Yes, but that's not the only kicker. A few states have considered joining in on this, including the great state of Texas.
1: Not surprising. <laughs> so here we're seeing, though. The beginning, of, not the beginning, but the continuance of right. what we have already witnessed with the repeal of Roe v. Wade, mm-hmm. which is discrimination against women, right? Yes, yes. So then we're like, oh, well, it's just going to be women. Right,
2: right. Then, I mean, I'm not a woman, so I'm like, you know, it's, it's whatever. It's just the women. <laughs>
1: y'all in your uteruses, right, right, your uterus I. Right. And then it turns into, oh, well. You there's say gay. Can't say gay. Can't say that. Can't be a drag queen. Right. We already know that they've already had the target on the black man's back. Right. For well, ever in a day. The, they
2: hit into gear this time. They said, you know what? On um, DEI
1: programs, all that AP African-American history. Get it out of here. Get it out of here. We don't want it. Y'all haven't even done anything. <laughs> Y'all ain't done nothing in this country. He said it. And we're not going to tell anybody about that. Yep, yep. So- now we're moving on in AAPI month, by the way. Oh, yes. This wow. is African American even... Pacific Islander like appreciation month. Mm. So, Asian American. Asi- what did I say?
2: African American. <laughs> Asian American. Apologies. Asian
1: American Pacific Islanders, <laughs> Pacific Islanders, <laughs> Islanders <laughs> month. Now it's Chinese and it's so specific. Mm-hmm. And let's be real. You think these people can tell the difference between a Chinese person, a Korean person, a Japanese person? Like, keep it one hundred with me.
2: That's true. You're very right on that spot. On. You
1: know, in their minds, mm. if they think we all look the same. Well, even well, when we
2: there was the outbreak of COVID and. Donald Trump was calling it the China virus. You saw people in the AAPI community of all all regions, not Chinese Americans, getting um, hate, getting um, violent threats against them. Yes. Because he created the narrative of it being a China flu.
1: So- What people I think a lot of people don't realize, though, is that like there was an incredible amount of racism against Chinese people in this country Mm -hmm. at the turn of the century. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we look at just the depictions of Chinese people in different films. Like Mm -hmm. when you look at Breakfast at Tiffany's and you see like Mickey Rourke you know like it's just like there's there's a ve- there was a they used to call it the yellow scare mm-hmm. you know and they used to there's a whole history of chinese men being presented the same way mm-hmm. they were presenting black men as like they're coming for your white women right. they're gonna take them down by the way nobody's coming for your white women right, the white right. women be coming <laughs> for everybody else they literally be traveling across the waters to go get them a mandingo hmm. Well, what do you all think? One eight five five Amanda eight. Do you think that there's any real justification for being able to restrict Chinese people from buying in Florida? Now, I will say this: if you are a citizen of America and you are of Chinese descent, I don't mm-hmm. think there should be a problem. Right. I do think there is something legitimate in the fact that there is a lot of China like uh, real estate popping up across the world and pop and, and planting flags in places in order to be like a global superpower. Yes. Like Grenada, they came over there and helped build our stu- stadium and then like built like a whole enclave. They had their own school. They have their own situation. Wow, we're right like, here. <laughs> in Africa, same. And so I think America is genuinely like, oh, shucks. Like they really have gone all over the place. They're brokering, you know, handshakes and ending wars and stuff. So America's like, well, you can't, but you can't come over here. It's like they ain't even trying to come over here. They can, they were, they're they everywhere else. And also over here is janky and raggedy. Very. Anyways, we got more black hair news when we get back. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. This is the Amanda Seals show. It's Amanda Seals here talking to you. All right, let's get into the Black Current news for this break. What are we talking
2: about? We are talking about Jermaine Dupri and Diddy. They are scheduled to go head to head in a versus battle on September eighth at Madison Square Garden in New York City. You know, people have been talking about this since versus started. We need yes. JD versus Diddy, JD versus Diddy, and I really think it's because it's like the North versus the South. It's New York versus Atlanta. It's like those two cultural juggernauts in one place. <sighs>
1: Now, who do you think is going to win this? I feel like I already know the answer, not only just by, by where you're from, mm-hmm. but by also your
2: age. I mean, I'm going to definitely say JD. i rip because it's like, it's Atlanta. It's Welcome to Atlanta. It's so, so deaf. But not just that. Like, he he's a part of music DNA beyond those things, like beyond his artists. Like, Usher's Confessions. Y'all thought Usher's talking about his life? He's talking about Jermaine pre life on that album and his drama.
1: Are you serious? Yeah.
2: He came out and said that. You didn't know that? He was like, them songs... Something about me went about Usher.
1: Okay, but like, let's just do this while we're here. Okay, so let's name some Jermaine Dupri hits because I think we need to get to the bottom of like what we even consider hits. Okay, (laughs) so let's go. Let's go.
2: Okay, you got uh, Let It Burn. That's on um, Usher Confessions. Usher's Confessions. Confessions, the song Confessions itself. Part one and part two.
1: Relax. Both, Both of them are not hits. You don't think so? No. Okay. Okay. Confessions one. These are my confessions. Just I'm that's in in okay. In he has. It.
2: Um um here's a
1: come oh, on, rattle them off, oh rattle rattle them off. <laughs> no, Welcome I'm to kidding. Atlanta. No.
2: Welcome to Atlanta, of course. Okay. Um, you have uh The Emancipation of Mimi, that album. No, songs,
1: songs, songs, songs. Okay. Oh my do God. you want that song that she did with, with Buster Rhymes, Touch My Body? Is that Touch, considered? My, that's
2: not no, that's not that's
1: no, not a hit. That's not Emancipation mm-hmm. of Mimi.
2: No, that's I do not you are talking about lotion? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't talking about that song. What's the song on Emancipation Emancipation Mimi <laughs> where she's like Shake supposed to marry off. the white
1: man? We
2: belong in the, in together. We belong together. Okay. Okay. Dang, JD. I'm fighting for you. I'm fighting.
1: Okay. How about, yeah.
2: But I don't think that counts as, as JD though. Oh, that's no. just
1: Usher. I didn't know right. if he produced it. No, Lil John produced that. Okay. All right. So let's just move on while so you're thinking have, about this.
2: Is my argument flawed, Amanda? I while time, you're so. thinking about
1: this, let's just move on. Okay. So I'm going to name some Puff Daddy song. We? Okay. So let's just talk about, okay. Jodeci, Forever My Lady. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, we're gonna go with Biggie. We're not even gonna go crazy with Biggie, okay? We're gonna do one okay. song from each album. The first song we'll say is juicy. The second song we'll say hypnotize. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we're gonna go Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim, we're gonna say we, we have some options. Do we want like um t- what 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 what, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> or do we want no matter what people say? That matter, that, that. We got that going on. I like, I like that one better. Is that more, one? It's more... Okay it's more festive. We're just gonna put Lil' Kim All right And you know what we're also gonna put And I don't even know if he produced this Did he produce Crush on You?
2: That's a great question See that sort of thing So it gets blurry Because there are people who they worked with But it's like Are they behind that particular hit?
1: Okay well he produced I mean with Chucky Thompson He produced the duration of One." What's the 411 right. And of course The second album mm, my, Life. my Life So let's just go With what's the 411 uh, uh, oh, oh my god Why am I blanking? Um. Ooh. I'm going down. No. That is I'm going down. That's not, no. Real, Real love. love. Oh, my God. That's why, why you can't talk to the children. That's why you can't talk to the children. You did the run wrong. I mean, no, so. I did not.
2: <laughs> the rhyme wrong.
1: We all love us through and through and though we made okay. it through the storm.
2: Okay. So I had to fact check this. So apparently Jermaine Dupri produced Always With My Baby by Mariah Carey. That's, okay. That's a hit. That's one of my favorite songs. Okay. Oh,
1: we will. We okay. We gotta
2: do that. We go do that. Also, My Way. My Way. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I mean, even though Bow Wow said J.D. didn't make him, (laughs) he has the (laughs) song Bounce With Me. That's uh, little Bow Wow. Okay, we're going to call that a hit? It was a hit for the the time. Okay, we're going to call it a hit. So we're
1: going to call it a hit. Okay. So Bow Wow, Bounce With Me. Mm -hmm, Okay. mm -hmm. So that's three, that's seven records. We're going to go with Puff and we're going to say, okay, I'll be missing you. He says he literally has to pay Sing $5 every day for that record. Okay. We're also talking about Last Night. Couldn't even get an okay, answer I'd like, I'd like Answer Okay like He got song. Can't nobody hold me down Can't nobody take my shine Can't nobody hold me down And you know what I'm not even going to go to the other artists yet Because all I'm going to say is this It's all about the Benjamins baby
2: Okay. The JD- Record, he got my boo usher and Alicia Keys.
1: All right, so that's the end of the break. You know what? What do you all think? The is it, is it, is, is it, <laughs> did I win this or not? Nah? Hit me up, 1855 Amanda 8. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Who's winning a versus? Is it JD or is it Puff? And also, who, even if you don't want to do that, who won this versus? Was it me or was it Jeremiah like the Bible? 1855 Amanda 8. Keep it like right here to the Amanda Seal show. Amanda Seal show. We are.
0: and everything in between.
3: Amanda Seals is taking you black. around the
1: world. All around the world. It's all around
2: the world. On the Amanda Seals Show. What's up, y'all? This is the Amanda Seals Show. You're joined by your boy, Jeremiah Like the Bible, and your girl, Amanda Seals. Amanda, this is one of your favorite segments to do on Tuesdays.
1: Yes, I love doing black around the world because I really feel like so many of us in America, we are just we're kind of like fenced off. We have blinders on from the Mm -hmm. fact that we are a part of a diaspora and that there are just black lives being lived all around this nation. We got to keep up with it. We Mm got to keep up with it and we got to show love to our brothers and sisters. So a lot of people have been asking me to talk about Sudan. Really? Yes. Okay. And you know, I think that there's kind of this idea that if you're in America and you have a platform that like, if you're going to talk about something like now everyone's going to know, and now it's going to change. And I will say that like, I don't feel like I can truly affect change in Sudan, but I think it's always important to just tell other people's stories, right? And on, um, what'd you say?
2: Of what's going on.
1: Of what's going on. So now this is not an easy thing to explain, okay? There's a lot of layers to this, but currently what's going on in Sudan is over 5 million civilians have been held hostage in cities that have become battlefields, okay? okay? So the conflict is between I'm going to try to pronounce this. Okay. We're with you. Abdel Del Fatla Al-Buran and Moh- Mohamed Hamdan Dagalo. i mean going okay. to a better
2: job than I would have done. So, <laughs>
1: so okay. hand
2: clap, hand clap, hand clap.
1: Um, and both are vying for ultimate power and control over the entire country of Sudan. And they've been using firepower, like extreme firepower against each other. And of course, the civilians are caught in the crossfire. And, you know, to me on the outside looking in, you're just like, here we go in another scenario where for the sake of power.
2: People are hurting other people.
1: Yes. Over two weeks, the violence has claimed over 800 lives, 4,000 injured, and they've displaced over 100,000 people aid is just now starting to arrive to the country and there's a lack of international support largely in part because basically the, what happens is that there's these like accords that will happen mm-hmm. and they'll have these conversations amongst each other like these like heads of state et cetera, and they'll be like alright well we're going to take these countries right. and you take these countries and like that's how it's going to deal that's how it's going to break out like this and isn't our problem anymore this isn't our problem anymore right so you know the, the reality is that when it comes to Sudan there's also like um, these peace tra- these treaties that people make with other countries and it'll be like well If that's your problem, then I can't come in and like try and help because like I married, I made a treaty with you that like I'm your peoples and
2: geopolitics at its finest
1: geopolitics at its finest. I don't think Americans can fully understand what it is to live in a country that is just in unrest at war, just consistent unrest. Right. And that's why we take it so for granted that we are very quickly careening towards something very similar. I don't think we realize that. People don't, until it hit the fan,
2: people are like, oh, we good, we good, we good. I mean,
1: the Civil War lasted how many years?
2: That I do not know. A long time now. Four years and 44 days. That's a long time, four years.
1: That's an entire high school.
2: (laughs) So So much changes over four years.
1: I mean, I just feel like a lot of people can't understand that. How long was World War II? World War II lasted from 1939 to 1945, six years. Then we look at like how long was Vietnam, which was like a, a complete waste of time war. I mean, even the- Eight years. Even the
2: the pseudo-Iraq-Afghanistan yes. War, which became, I don't know what that even became at that point. It was a war, then it was just like we occupation, and we just got out like two years ago.
1: I feel like this U.S. Civil War was longer than that. Like I feel like it wasn't just four years. But apparently it was April 12th, 1861 to April 9th, 1865. It seems like so much longer because the lives was on the line. It was like, it was important. World War One it says July 28th, 1914 to November 11th, 1918. <sighs> Listen, I say all that to say that we got to send our love out to the people of Sudan and um, really understand that we 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 cannot fathom what it is to be born to live and die in the midst of unrest. And thus, we must send our compassion out to those who are doing that right now. We'll be right back. This is the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, you all know what time it is. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, joined by... Jeremiah,
2: like the Bible. And
1: you know, some stories just ain't worth all of our time, but they're still worth mentioning. And so that's when it's time to get into 60-second headlines. Jeremiah, run it down.
2: Let's go. So first, John Morant was spotted turning up in a video, drinking tequila like it was water. You know, he done had his PR issues, but he here
1: having a good time. Y'all act like he's drinking from your orange juice in the fridge, okay? They just lost. Let Thug Life Morant breathe.
2: All right, but speaking of Thug Life, story number two. Lil Boosie was arrested over the weekend in California for possession of ammunition, concealed carry weapon in a vehicle, unlisted owner of a firearm, and felony possession of a
1: firearm. Listen, he gonna have to say after that, when y'all look at my record, y'all need to wipe it down because- Too much going on. All right, let's shift
2: gears to Florida. So a federal grand jury found Mayor Andrew Gillum not guilty last Thursday of illegally steering political contributions to personal accounts during the 2 2018 run for governor.
1: So a black man actually won something in Florida? I she love it. Thinking. You know what? Let's take our wins where we can get them. All right? Shout out to Andrew Gillum. They tried to take him down, but he's coming back for him. And that right there is 60 Second Headline. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. comedian and common sense specialist. Shout out to everybody who's going to be joining us at Smart, Funny, and Black on May 18th at the Novo in downtown Los Angeles. We got Jermaine du No, we don't have Jermaine Dupree. We have Jaleel White versus... Wayne Brady. That's just going to be a lot of talent, a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. Two black icons doing their black icon thing. Get your tickets at amandaseals.com. We're also doing a special ticket drive to be able to provide tickets for people who may not be able to afford the show. Uh, The show is $45 a ticket, but you know, some people want to get to the show, but they just are having a tough time. So you know what? If you want to support the show and support folks coming to the show, you can go to smartfunnyandblack.com and donate. We are able to donate up to 140 tickets, all right? We'll be doing the drive until till midnight on may 10th that's tomorrow. all right that's tomorrow. so hopefully if you can't come and support the show with your body you can support the show with your money and help somebody else come through and enjoy themselves all right what do we got coming up uh by the way it is may 9th it's also national moscato day so a little drink so it's real that's real black girl brunch day (laughs) real black girl brunch day what do we got coming up with black you it news Black you news We have <laughs> talk, We got to talk about The New York protesters
2: Not letting up In support of Jordan Neely They're taking over the subways They said i to listen to us Plus genuine Texas humble <laughs> I don't know why you had to say it like that. I don't even know if if Tumble's the right words in this scenario, but we're going to talk about it. Plus, we got your big up let down.
1: All right. We got the big up let down coming at you. Remember, the big up is when we give props to somebody for some dopeness and uh, the let down is blows for some whackness. So find out who is going to get the big up and the let down. If you miss any part of the show, remember, you can check it out wherever you get your podcasts. All right. We'll be back right here. Listen, laugh and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seal's here with...
2: Jeremiah, like the Bible.
1: Let's take it to NYC for the Black Era News.
2: Let's do it. So protesters are still out and about in support of the... Ki- not in support of the killing, a- against the yeah. killing of Jordan Neely, who was a young man who was killed on a subway station. And we have a, actually have a caller who was talking about this. Go, go to the phone lines real quick.
1: Okay. Hello,
3: my name is Constance, and I think it was wrong. I think that there are people that are just waiting to do things like that. They want to do it, and uh, I think we're in a sad state of affairs. I think that if I had been standing around and I had my mace, I would mace the guy that was doing the choking, and that happened here in Texas also, and that guy went to prison. Thank you.
1: Hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't know that, but I appreciate you, sis. You know, the reality is, That that situation that took place on the train is unacceptable and it is absolutely not, Mm -hmm. it should not be allowed in our civil society. So people have to raise up Mm -hmm. or else we're basically saying we accept the unacceptable.
2: Right. So for those who don't know, dozens of demonstrators have been blocking like New York um, subway tracks in in response to the killing of Jordan. So basically coming together, like you said, like this is unacceptable the way this happened mm-hmm. in a public place with yes. people around. And the young man who did it kind of, kind, of, just kind of got off and went home. There's
1: three, by the way. There's three people that were involved in this.
2: All right. Because there was the person who actually had the-
1: uh, There were two people that held yeah. his arms down. Right. So that this could be restrained. So he could be restrained. But apparently people are very upset that like the the protesters were in the train station- mm kind of like, I guess, blocking
2: the... Because in a sense, when you're doing this, you're stopping the flow of the subways from moving through the um, station. You're more familiar with that as a, a former New Yorker and just kind of how like people, I guess, use the subway on a day-to-day basis to get through that. So Some people kind of felt like what was... What purpose is this serve for them to block the subways? I guess at the, um, at the... I don't know what you're trying to say. The detriment of regular people, not detriment, that's oh. not the word. Yeah, that's The inconvenience fine. of uh, regular everyday people.
4: Well, I
1: think with, what people have to understand is that, you know, the whole point of protest is to disrupt right, and to create a disturbance mm-hmm. in what people are continuing to keep moving on like life is okay, right? So you have to create a disturbance for a multitude of reasons. One, because the disturbance on a just uh, ethical level says, we're not okay with this. Right. We're not right. gonna take it. And like, you have to make it clear that this is not okay. Mm-hmm. Two, you have to create a disturbance because the people who have the power, if they are not like held accountable, then Mm -hmm. they will literally just keep on going and doing whatever they want to do.
2: Business as usual. Yes.
1: So the disturbance is also to get their attention because at at best, they're supposed to serve the people. And if the people are very loudly saying, we're not okay with this, Mm -hmm. then it also puts them on the hook to say, well, what are you going to do in response to the people? The third part of it though, is that disturbance also is important because these people in power always want to make it look like, you know what, we've got things figured out. Look at our city, look at our town, look at our state, look at our country, etc. And when there is disturbance, it also makes them look like, okay, I, I, I don't I don't have it. I don't have to get mm-hmm. so you make them look bad. And sometimes that's the only way to get people to shake up.
2: That's true. Sure. shame. We do, we do got to bring shame back.
1: You got to walk them <laughs> through King's Landing, okay? You got to walk them through, you know? And so I think that's the type of thing I'm saying. Like, you have to think about, like, what space am I taking up at this mm-hmm. time? If I'm not going to be in protest, I need to be in support of it. Unless it's people protesting about not wearing masks in the <laughs> middle of a pandemic. Because that was a mess. It. All right. Crazy times. That was a mess. Right, when we get back, speaking of crazy times.
2: we're <laughs> <laughs> to levels and friends face with Mr. G-Wine. Mm-hmm.
1: Come on in let's, do, let's be careful We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show The Amanda Seals Show We up, we up, we up Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show It's Amanda Seals here You know I love my 90s R&B Jeremiah like the Bible
2: You do Well, I, I know you didn't get a chance To go to Lovers and Friends I did not Over the weekend in Vegas But people called on Candy Cam These phones <laughs> Genuine Killing it And not killing it When he fell off the stage, Amanda No Mid-performance And kept singing. I think we should have a clip of him singing.
1: So that is genuine, like literally under a stage. Like he damn near took the sign language interpreter out in the process. And then you're hearing him still singing from under the stage. We can't even see him. That's artist development right there. The show keeps going. (laughs) That is a showman. Okay, but here's the thing our greats are in that bridge space Uh right now where it's like, I still got it, but like, not quite. You,
2: you ain't 25 no more. You ain't 25. Because also, Wine has been known to do some antics on stage. So I, I, I think he actually <laughs> went viral last year. Yes, he did. From Lovers and Friends. Now yes. I about it. But to your point, the O-heads are getting up there. And some of them still got it, but some of them also have like these very hot, intense performances. They want to do choreography and they're dancing.
1: Well, like the new edition show. Uh huh. I mean, Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky. No problems. Even Ralph holding it down. You know what? So what? I will also add in Johnny Gill, okay. but your man Bobby, it was it it was a touch and go situation. Now apparently he's been having health issues, but he did do the show in Los Angeles, and y'all, he was really like
2: he gave his best. He,
1: he was I could see him like pr, res, like um, hoarding energy <laughs> because he knew that a dance break was coming later, right, you know. Right, right. And there were times where he broke out like and uh, don't be cruel. That man said, you know what? I'm gonna give y'all a hot I'm eight. Gonna bo- I'm gonna, gonna give y'all a hot eight count. A hot eight count And uh, every little step I take He also was like You know what Let me give you some footwork But you know It's still like I think we're gonna have to get used To the fact that Our greats Are gonna be performing Differently mm. soon Y'all saw me on Instagram Pleading To get Janet
2: Jackson tickets At Hollywood Bowl Cause This might be the last I almost to say it's the last hurrah But you know Janet Janet's getting older
1: High her. Yeah,
2: she's not. She's not just sitting down. Jen is giving you dun, dun. dum dun coordination. Yes, and a lot of people ain't doing it, and she's doing it up up and a. So I'm sure at a certain point, even if she still wants to, you just physically cannot go that hard for two hours.
1: I am a stand up comedian. Okay, like touring. Damn near broke me last year, and all I'm doing is literally <laughs> standing up and telling jokes. Now I'm physical, but I ain't I right. ain't doing the choreography, the throb, also
2: the lights, the flashes. It's you jumping out of stuff. It's like ooh, ooh.
1: I'm, so, I'm tired. Think about it. So you know you gotta get your tickets while you can. I'm trying. These man. are the times. Get your tickets while you can. Okay, because this is, I feel like there's a, there's a transition happening where mm-hmm. knees is getting knees is getting worn and hips is getting broken. So
2: and I love the young folks, but they ain't they ain't doing the eight counts like that. Or him. if they are. The vocal a little shaky. It's a little shaky. It's a little shaky.
1: But we're really close to witnessing our greats doing Rihanna, like Uh, Super Super Bowl. Bowl.
2: Bowl, They said, "Listen, let let the young kids dance. I'm gonna be here with the mic and And a a fierce coach. A little jig, a little jig." (laughs)
1: Well, what do you all think? Are there any graces you recently went to? Did you enjoy the concerts or were they, were they sitting on a stool giving you uh, chair dancing? Hit us up, one eight five five Amanda 8 That's one 262 6328 And if you went to the new edition concert, tell me how your experience was because I had such an amazing time. And if you went to Janet Jackson, don't tell me because if I don't get to go, I'm going to feel some type of way. All right, keep it like right here. We got the big up let down when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. For
0: the Big letdown Down on the Amanda Seal
2: Show. This is the Amanda Seal Show. This is Jeremy Like the Bible. That is Amanda Seal. And Amanda, it is now time for your. Big up, big up. Let down.
1: All right, well, as you all know, it is Nurses Appreciation Week. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so. All week long, I'm picking up some of my favorite nurses. So today I have to give a big up, big up. to the nurse that was coming to my house every day to give me shots so I could freeze my eggs. Julie. Now I'm not going to give you all Julie's last name. But Julie was a white lady from New Orleans <laughs> and she was coming to my house every day to give me my shots when I was doing the um, the egg freezing process. And let me tell you, the egg freezing process is arduous and it's like three weeks and like you have to give yourself shots in your abdomen and it's not like it is, I mean, it's not crazy painful, but it's just uncomfortable, but it's also precise. Okay. And so like at first I was like, oh, I'll be able to do this because I know so many women who have given themselves shots. Sir, it was very intense and I was like, I'm shooting insecure right now. I don't even know if I'm going to have like the fortitude at the end of the day of a shoot day. You're so tired to like hit these these uh, vials properly. So Julie was coming to my house every day. So then we got cool, and she would tell us stories. Like I remember one time, I was drinking something that was purple, and she was like, "Is that purple drink?"
2: Yeah, purple drink.
1: <laughs> and we was like, "What?" Then she told us how she had an African American lover in the <laughs> LBC, and she showed us a picture of him and her drinking wine. She even came and gave me my shots like on set at Insecure when I had to shoot. Like, cause you have to get them at the same time every day. Right, right. So shout out to Julie for just going above and beyond. And when my makeup artist actually got COVID and was like really super duper sick, but like couldn't fly back to New York, mm-hmm. Julie helped us find a nurse to come and take care of her um, because she was like in quarantine at like some apartment building dying in the bed. Look at it. Look nurses. at that. Nurses, man. Nurses. So shout out to all of our nurses out there. This is your week. and We want to make sure that we show appreciation. All right. Also,
2: I got another. Big up, big up. Okay.
1: It's rare that we have two big ups. A double big up? It's rare that we have two big ups. But uh, shout out to Joachim Noah. So he is, of course, I used to play for the Bulls. Well, he just launched a new league this month in Chicago with 28 violence rights prevention groups. So this is for everybody who's like, why aren't y'all in the streets going Mm. as hard for Chicago and black on black crime as you do for everything else? Well, here you go. So, uh, this program is going to provide financial incentives, off-court programs, and job opportunities to those involved. And this is the kind of thing that's going to have to happen in order for us to see a change. Because baby, the government ain't going to do it. All right, it ain't doing it. So we we are very happy and excited to give two big ups. Big up!
2: Big up! Big up! Big up!
1: <laughs> big up, big up. <gasps> big up, big up, big up. Shout out to both of those big up recipients. All right, tomorrow we'll be right back here with your big up let down. This is the Amanda Seal show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up.
0: Life is so much more than a diagnosis, it's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. What's up? Thanks for listening
2: to the Amanda Seals Show. If you missed anything, you can check out our daily podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, we're always taking your calls on our topics. Maybe you need some advice or just want to say what's up. Call us anytime at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Now, Amanda. Yes. People have been calling us nonstop about Jordan Neely and the case that has happened with him. Yeah. There's a lot of emotions. So we're gonna go to the phone lines and hear what they have to say about it. All right. Yeah, I was just coming to get
3: my little two cents. I feel bad that he passed away, but... I actually agree with what the Marine did because I used to ride public transportation and was, you know, attack verbally and physically a couple of times on the bus from some people who, you know, were acting crazy. And at one point in time, it was uh, a point where I wish someone had intervened on my behalf to help me. So as someone that's been down that road before, I feel very bad for the man, the um, Marine that's looking at charges being brought against him when he was just doing what he signed an oath to do anyway, which was protect and preserve his community and the people around him. So that's my two cents. I'm BD from Houston, Texas. Love listening to your show. Keep going what you're doing.
1: Sis, I love that you love listening <laughs> to the show, but you could have kept that two cents in your pocket. Okay, well, let me ask you this, Amanda, because people,
2: I'm sure there are other people who have this thought as well. Oh, that what hurt, are, that, like,
1: literally, like, hurt me to hear. What
2: are some things people can do in a situation? Because I want. You cannot kill somebody! Right. Well, yes. That, what okay.
1: the f? What do we. What? Jeremiah. No, I, I, I understand you. Jeremiah. I'm, the, Jeremiah. Yeah. The fact that people are legit sitting here. She's like, I was attacked one time. I was attacked before. And so I wish that they had... Somebody had done that. You wish somebody had killed the person?
2: Well, that's the point I'm trying to make. There are so many other things before you get to killing somebody to help intervene in situations. Restrain! Right, right, right. That's the point I I wanted to make. Like, there are other... Tactics that aren't, let me kill somebody because they're, I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm being harassed. This woman kind of-
1: sat up here and said, I have been attacked on public in- transportation before and I wish somebody had intervened. Yes, I get it. You know who else was attacked on public transportation before? Amanda, by a houseless person. However, and yes, people did intervene. However, there is a, like you said, a long runway before between 10-10. intervening and public lynching. hmm Okay? And I just think that it's wild that we've reached a point where you, ma'am, you're saying you would have liked to see somebody die. You would have liked to see somebody die for she even listed verbally attacking. You want somebody to die for verbally attacking you? Really? Right. right I'm not right. even trying to kill nobody over the ER, the hard ER. They may need to get popped in the face, but there's just a there's just a, a sickness in people that I feel like needs to be addressed who feel this way. Who feel this way. She's like, well, he was just doing what he was trained to do to serve and protect his community. No, he was not trained to do that. He is a Marine. He was actually trained to go to war and to actually, uh, he was trained to go to war and to carry out missions- That are supposed to be for the protection of this country, which, by the way, oftentimes are actually questionable, is questionable, and that are supposed to be against supposed known enemies.
2: Which is also questionable.
1: Correct. So he was not commissioned by the community to protect the train. Mm -hmm. And even if he was, there is no reason for this. But this is the same nation that seems to think that because you're running from the cops, you should get murdered.
2: Yes, that's also true.
1: And that is absolutely illegal, by the way. It's not supposed to happen. Right. You are actually legally allowed to run from the cops. I mean, yes, there is like fleeing arrest, but you, it is not a death sentence. Why mm. do we think death is a fair consequence for non-death related behaviors?
2: I'm with you. I'm with
1: you. Well, you over there. And so I'm going to yell it at you because <laughs> I—because she ain't here.
2: Y'all see what y'all did? Now I'm getting yelled at in the studio because of y'all cops. But well, if you wanna call us and also give your thoughts about what Amanda just said. Because I be wanting yeah. to
1: be calm. I'd be wanting to be calm and be able to talk to people like right. well, sis, let me tell right. you why that's wrong. You know, and I know that's probably more effective, but God's still working on me. I'm not there yet. I'm not there <laughs> well, yet. Well that's
2: why I'm here. I'm like, you know, I'm the calm one of the bunch
1: So call us if you
2: have any more thoughts about this. like we said, we've been talking about this, the protests are happening. Uh, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We got more black news coming up in our next hour. Joe Biden and the student loans coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show.
1: Be better humans. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We. I'm still I'm still upset, Jeremiah, like the Bible.
2: I'm still upset. Yeah, we had that the call last break was. That was an, that was the intense a t- intense break. If you missed it, check out the podcast, but um cuz I think people to your point really do feel like people some people deserve to die if they inconvenience them or make them uncomfortable in any way especially when those people we talked about this yesterday are people who are homeless who are less than who are quote-unquote disposable to society like their lives aren't are as of equal value to you as someone who is I guess a regular everyday person which is not fair or right or equitable moral so many words I could use
1: I just don't know how anyone can feel like it is so casual to kill somebody. Right. I just think maybe that's what it is. Maybe th- maybe some folks have just seen so much death that it mm. seems like it's not as consequential. It right. doesn't feel like such a, I don't know, as, as finite as it is. But we have to understand that... We cannot uphold that as a society we, we, we cannot We cannot sit here and say things like This Marine was doing what he was tasked to do And protect people And that's why I feel bad for him For getting in trouble For murdering this man We can't say things like that out loud Right, right. right. You better keep that in your group <laughs> chat
2: Some things are for the group chat We should be our group chat Thursdays, you know Oh. Some stuff are for the group chat.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? We got Black Blackberry News coming at you. And uh, so we got some good, actu- there's there's actually
2: good news. There's good news. So we got to talk about Joe Biden and his student loan forgiveness. We're talking about that. And just like just the current state of politics and other yeah. things. People have a lot to say about what's going on with the administrations.
1: But not really knowing how things go on.
2: Right, right. Please yeah. got to talk about this, this proposal, Amanda. There's a proposal that went viral from a sports journalist that people are talking about. I know you're not married, you haven't proposed to, but this was interesting when I read it.
1: I think interesting is like a very (laughs) generous... way of describing this. Uh, we're also going to get into how black do you feel today? So all that's going down this hour. Also want to remind you that you can follow us on social media at Seals Set It. Follow us at Seals Set It Uh, if you want to get into what we're doing over there. And remember, if you want to get your tickets to Smart, Funny, and Black at the Novo in Los Angeles on May 18th, then you got to go to AmandaSeals.com. Now, if you want to donate money to our ticket drives where we are helping to provide tickets for people who can't afford to go to the show then you can go to smartfunnyandblack.com and donate there. Right? We're going to be holding the drive until midnight on May 10th. So right now I think we're at something like 70 tickets and okay. we have up to 140 tickets available to be able to donate. So we're halfway there and we would love to get all the way there. So come on through drop a little change in there. Just think of it as like one ticket is like 45 bucks. So even if you can't afford to drop in. 45 bucks just think of it that way when you're contributing alright hit us up you know the number one amanda 8 when we get back it's time to listen laugh and learn to the Amanda Seal show Seal show my name is Amanda Seals your favorite comedian and common sense specialist I'm here joined by Jeremiah like the Bible and it's time to get into black hair news
2: let's do it so
1: over two million
2: student loan borrowers have received 55 billion dollars in forgiveness so far Amanda under Joe Biden's administration mm-hmm. now that 55 billion dollars of loan forgiveness was approved but it's still a small portion of the two trillion <laughs> two trillion of outstanding student loan debt that okay. we're facing a part of that is because, you know, the student, the Supreme Court will soon issue a decision yes. on the most sweeping student loan forgiveness program yet. Joe Biden plans to cancel 10000 to $20,000 in student debt for over 30 million borrowers, including me. Including you? Yeah, I want that.
1: Oh, that would be so great. I need that money. No, that's dope. <laughs> I hope that happens for you. You know, I think, you know. Because a lot of
2: folks don't want that for me. They,
1: The people in the courts don't want that for It's true. Me. So yeah. that's what we have to discuss. You know, there's just a lot of people that don't understand that this doesn't just happen because Joe Biden waves a magic wand mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. voila. So when they see it not happening, they're like, he's lying. Right, right. He didn't do what he said he was going to do. Don't get me wrong. I am not a Joe Biden stan. I am. An- you don't have a shirt? I don't, <laughs> I don't have a shirt that says, I stand with Joe Biden. I don't, have, I don't have a We Did It Joe shirt, okay? I just have a real penchant for objectivity. Mm-hmm. And, and the as, way the government works. And the way the government works. And as we're, like, approaching, you know, the election, mm-hmm. I think it's important that we now start to really, again, p- p- parse out the realities of what is versus what people are just talking mm-hmm, about. Mm-hmm. So Jeremiah, you were saying that you've heard people being like, oh, this is a fail.
2: Right. So people feel like coming up for the 2024 election, if Joe Biden isn't able to get the full debt relief for students, is that a fail on him? Can, is he able to really, I guess, go in charged up in this new election cycle with people on his side because it was a big part of his promises in his first election to get the student loan forgiven, even though he started with, the student loans being forgiven kind of like trickle down a little bit. Like, okay, was well, only ten thousand, y'all, or only twenty thousand, and now with the Supreme Court, it seems like only two million students have gotten their debt relief. So people are still on the fence about: is this a win? Will we still support him if he don't get
1: this over the line? Up in the so air. here's the thing that I don't think people really understand is that there's three branches of government: yes, the legislative, executive, and judicial. So all of those end up working in tandem Mm -hmm. in some form or fashion in order to get laws added and in order to pass through like big changes like this. Yes. Joe Biden can he can sign an executive order, Mm -hmm. but it's still going to end up having to be dealt with. So an executive order happens because it's like, you know what, I'm not even waiting on the House and the Senate. Like this got to go down. Right. But if that executive order is challenged, Mm -hmm. then it has to go through the Supreme Court. Yes. So this is a situation where he was like, "I'm not even waiting for y'all because I already know that y'all Republicans are going to put a stop on this because you don't want anything to help mm-hmm. like to help just American people." But for the record, loan forgiveness uh, mostly helps Black folks, mm-hmm. like the Black like, and I'm not saying that because there's more Black folks that got loans, but we must admit that in a country where there is, of course, an inordinate amount of discriminatory practices happening right, in the right. economic sector. For black folks that went to school to get their loans forgiven, right. that gives them a leg up, right, right? Because they are now having to get to keep that lump sum that they would have had to absolutely give away
2: mm-hmm.
1: to these loans.
2: Because as much as I love Howard University, y'all,
1: <laughs> it was a
2: pretty penny to go up on the hilltop. I need some of that money back, Joe.
1: <laughs> so there's a checks and balances system that's supposed to be in place, but the problem is that the yeah. checks and balances are really tainted right now because. Yeah. Once upon a time we were, and I'm not ever saying, I'm not saying that there was ever, this was ever done in a, in a perfect fashion, but right, the idea, right. the idea was that our representatives were representing us individually, not along party lines. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, even if your representative was a Republican, they were going to be representing their constituency based on their constituency, not based on, well, this is what the Republican boss, right, could, right. this is what the King Koopa of the Republican party said I need to do. So I think what we have to look at is not just the individual things, but like the, the context mm-hmm. and the climate within which something is trying to happen. So Joe Biden pushed this through, mm-hmm. but he's also facing a Republican Senate. Mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, a Republican House that doesn't want to push things through. So he right. said, okay, I'm going to just-
2: write the, I'm gonna write the order.
1: But now he's having to deal with- uh, a supreme court that's leaning way too far
2: conservative yeah yeah
1: so I, I do think it's still a credit that is due to him like
2: he did his part he he, he did his part he, he's doing his due diligence but again the way government works is because we have checks and balances no branch no one branch of government has too much power so
1: well they're not supposed to they're not to. supposed
2: to in theory but that's the biggest yeah. issue that
1: people have with the supreme court right now yeah yeah so i mean i do think he, he said do- he was going to put a black woman on the Supreme Court.
2: He did that. He put a black woman on the Supreme Court. A black woman for his VP. He, he said he was going to do that. He did Whether that. I like Kamala now. He, he he did his part. He said he would do it.
1: Well, because I'm, I'm starting to see people start this narrative of like, well, you know, Donald Trump was the only president that's ever done anything for black people. And that is. Let's not get crazy. 1000% incorrect. <laughs>
2: we could talk about what Joe Biden is and isn't doing. But to, to say that <laughs> Donald Trump. You can't even
1: say it with a straight face. like
2: <laughs> Donald Trump is the best president for black people is crazy.
1: I know, and don't
2: the, the best person for anybody really. Really,
1: I'm. I, listen, when I tell you the people be in my comments saying this mess and like with the a straight Pandora's face.
2: Pandora's box is open into society. I don't think anybody.
1: All right, when we get back, uh, whew, if somebody proposed to me like this, Jeremiah, <laughs> fine <fighting> words,
0: <laughs> keep it like right here, the Amanda Seal show. The
1: Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up. this is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, joined by Jeremiah Like the Bible. Let's keep this Black Blacker News thing going.
2: So we got to talk about journalist Erica Murphy and her boyfriend, Monte Holmes. So they're going viral because apparently Monte proposed to her. But guess how, Amanda Seals? I don't want to. Oh, God. Monte wrote, will you marry me on a notebook paper and attached it to the engagement ring on the counter? And left. And left. She
1: discovered it in the morning, like making her coffee.
2: How do you feel about this? I mean, you know... I mean, I know you don't you don't aspire to marriage, but just for the sake of the conversation, if one was to propose to you, how do you feel about a love note of sorts that says, "Will you marry me?" on the counter?
1: Because, like, what's the response? Like, now I got to call you,
2: <laughs> you and can, be like,
1: "Yes." You
2: can at least put the box, the checks, yes or no, check yes or
1: no. Right? Because that would at least have some cuteness to it, but also it's like. What was the reason? I think we're all just waiting for the reason.
2: Yes. Because, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, you know, we first met. It, it, he gave me his number on his, uh, bought a bought up piece of paper <laughs> at the and <skating> rink. <laughs> and to this day, like, there's just like a love story. But this looks just real lazy. Real lazy.
1: It really does. And it's almost as lazy as the site we found this on, uh, <laughs> Black Sports Online, where the, the creator of that site took it upon himself to write a story de- Faming my character in 2019. And I really should have sued him for libel back then because to this day, I I am still getting harassment about this man creating a completely false narrative about me. He is the one who literally said, Amanda Seals admits to lying about sexual harassment from this individual. And I had never accused somebody of sexual harassment me. And I also never admitted to lying. But to this day, I receive Messages from people saying, isn't that the woman who accused that person of lying and then said that she, no, isn't the person that accused that person of doing something and then was lying? All of that was started by one person. This person. Robert Lightow. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, no shout out to you. Um, but <laughs> shout out to this happy couple. You know, do you like it? I love it. As the black folks say. I just had to get that off my chest. because."
1: <laughs> Now that I got my own platform, I'm like, you are the worst. You're the worst. Uh, And this guy is the worst. And I don't know. But you know what? She said yes. So so you know what? If you like it, I love it. it.
2: That's the Black Green News, y'all. You know, we come back, we got to jump into the group chat, talk about these kids.
1: You know what? Before that, though, I would love for y'all to call us in and tell us about your proposals. Like, oh, yeah. Did you have a proposal that you liked? Did you have a proposal that you didn't like? Have you ever rejected a proposal? Have you? Ooh. Also, by the way, if you could see Jeremiah's bloodthirsty <laughs> eyes when he said that, have you ever rejected it? That? That'd hear. be funny. That'd be funny. Ooh. Lord. Well, hit us up. We want to hear those stories. You know, we, we've been hearing a lot of political response and you know I love that, but I also love to hear black love. So hit me up, one eight five five Amanda H. That's one 262-6328. We got more for you. The Blacker News is a wrap, but we're going to get into the group chat next on the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Talk to me, baby. pulling my son. Talk to me, baby. Talk to my- me, baby. Me. Talk to me, baby phones now 24 7 make sure you call us up one eight five five amanda 8 that's one 262 6328 it's group chat on the amanda seals show this is the amanda seals show it's amanda seals here your favorite comedian and common sense specialist and i'm joined by jeremiah I like the bible all right let's get into this group chat we've been seeing a lot of disturbances on the planes <laughs>
2: but it's <with> the grown <laughs> folks it's the grown folks disturbing <laughs> people on the plane
1: but there was a new survey that came out
2: and it said, travelers seem to be fed up with kids crying, kicking, and screaming on planes, boats, and automobiles, planes, trains, automobiles. <laughs> They're tired of it. 59% of participants agreed that having child-free sections and 27%, 27% of participants disagreed with child-free sections on like planes and trains with the kids. I get it. How do you feel about this?
1: I get it. I mean, listen, it's, okay, I'm somebody who really don't care. Right. Like, ultimately, I know that we all are in a society. Like, kids are a part of society. Like, we're all on this plane together. Like, it's just what it is. We all going to Orlando. <laughs> we, are, You know <laughs> what? That might break. be why I don't care. Because I've been, I'm from Orlando. Like, I've been on planes of chill, full of children, like, for the past you 20 years. This thing, like, this is just what it is. And I feel like I'm just kind of accustomed to it. But I wonder for parents, would it be easier to have your kids, kids in a section with other kids yeah does that alleviate maybe like the stress and anxiety mm. of like oh you know we're we're gonna be disturbing people or, does it become more stressful and anxious because it's there's more kids.
2: kids? I mean, I think about it like this. We we change the scenario, the environment. Think about taking your kid to like a, a high-end restaurant versus taking your kid to Chuck E. Cheese. Where it's like, Oh
1: yeah. You're I feel right. like
2: you're less on edge, like nobody's judging you because they kids jumping off the things, acting crazy <laughs> too. Versus if you at a very fancy restaurant, your kid is like. Having a breakdown, you're like, oh my god. Well, I think
1: also there's probably something to be said for parents who are like having a vacay from their kids, but then they're like on the plane with somebody else's kids, mm. like ah, you that's know. That's the thing too. I mean, you know, a lot of these hotels
2: have these things. Like I, they'll have like the kid-free pools. I'm with you. I, I agree with you in the sense that kids are part of society. Like when I'm on a plane, I hear a baby crying. Is it annoying? Yes. But I get like a baby's on a plane that's gonna cry. But would I enjoy a plane with no kids? Honestly, at this point, I would love a plane with no adults because everybody. <laughs> Now that I think about it, a baby ain't never stopped no no plane from going. No,
1: on. a baby ain't never spilled a whole thing of fried rice. Right. And 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 not owned up to it.
2: But these grown folks, ooh, I'm nervous with that one.
1: I think it's really gonna be a matter of how they would do this. Like, mm-hmm. how do you section this off? Like, I don't really know. But I mean, they at one point had to do this whole thing with the animals. Remember when it was like people getting real wild? Like, someone brought a peacock. Like
2: a y'all <laughs> like, doing much. you
1: much. An emotion support peacock. Oh my god! Listen, I don't know. It's it's um it's it, listen. This was a. This was a survey done by Newsweek, and this is what the people are saying. So there's that. Well, what do y'all say? 1855-Amanda 8. That's 855 262 6328 Stay right here, y'all. Up next, how black do you feel today? Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we
2: up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. This is Jeremiah Like the Bible, joined by Amanda Seal. Hi. And Amanda, it is now time to find out. Amanda Seals, how black do you feel today?
1: Jeremiah, I like the Bible. I feel John Henry working on the railroad black <laughs> today. Okay, because <laughs> I just really feel like I have been just, just nonstop, just, just working, just working, nonstop, you know, just on a mission, on a mission. We got some things we about to announce and, you know, I am really like leaned into this mm-hmm. content creator. We also got this radio show. We got the podcast. We got, you know, we're doing so many things. I mean, you literally have on overalls today. Like that's how locked in you are. So that's how black I feel today. I feel like we just working, working, working. I'm not complaining because at the end of the day, I feel like we're we're doing good work mm-hmm. and we're doing mm-hmm. work for good.
2: I feel that. I feel that. I feel that.
1: Are you, <laughs> you hesitated.
2: Because I was like, I was... Feeling it on a on, oh, a, a, on a, 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 level. a visceral,
1: uh, a molecular, <laughs> a cellular level. Yes. Well, yes. how black do you feel today? I feel like
2: you got McDonald's money black. <laughs> what? And not in a literal sense. I just feel like somebody parent because. Interesting. I'm, I feel like every day I'm as an adult, I'm like, I'm adulting more and more. And it's always something. No, nice it's like somebody mama. I'm just like. Wait, tell the story.
1: <laughs> tell the story. Please tell them. So
2: I was telling Amanda off air that at this point, I got to call my maintenance person because I'm in the shower and my my water knob breaks off in the shower while the water is running. So I, can't, I have to get out the shower. I find pliers to turn off the water. I'm just like, oh my God, I got to call maintenance. It's at night. My maintenance people are trash. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> What happened to the days you just go in your room like, Ma, yeah. The knot broke. You going about your day. <laughs> now it's my turn to be like, okay, who I got to call, what I got to do. And I'm really thinking about this like ahead of, ahead of the day. I'm like, tomorrow I got to call my person. Got to do this. Gotta-. Now I know it's going to inconvenience me. I know. But you know
1: what? It still ain't nothing. <sighs> when you got to do that for your own house. And everyone <laughs> will tell you. Everyone will tell you see the thing about when you got your own house, you got to call the plumber. Mm-hmm. You got to call this like it's just I don't know, but I, the cleaning lady just left us three voice notes. <laughs> what could these voice notes be about? And that that's my adulting, so I feel you. I feel you. Well, you know what? We are here at the Amanda Seal show and we would love to hear how black you feel today. Hit us up 1855 Amanda 8. That's 1-855-262-6328. When we get back, we got one more hour, so make sure you keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. A common sense specialist, and I am joined by. Sure, I
2: might like the Bible.
1: And tomorrow we'll be pre- we'll be debuting on uh, the latest episode of Small Doses Podcast: Side Effects of Being Light skinned with Don't Call Me White Girl, Demona Dixon. I'm She's excited, from Philly, right? She is very from yeah. Philly, so all my Philly folks, yeah, you know I'm saying. Y'all got to get on and listen to the podcast, Small Doses podcast, Side Effects of Being Light Skin. Just to very, very early on start clearing this up before I... I know I'm going to be clearing this up for my life, but the episode is not Side Effects of Colorism.
2: Right, right. Because what's the difference, man? If people hear that, like, that's the same thing.
1: It's not the same thing. Uh, Being light skin is your experience as a light skinned black person. Colorism is the actual institutional response to white supremacy that says that darker skin, being that it is further in proximity to whiteness, is of less value. Right, right.
2: Those are two very different things. They are. People are in the car like, I didn't get the difference.
1: Well, the difference is that if I'm just talking about my experience as a light-skinned person, then I'm also talking about, like, what is and isn't colorism, right? I'm also talking about, like, my own uh, interactions in that space, what my responsibility is against colorism, etc. And the fact that literally Mona's name is Don't Call Me White Girl like, her brand is in, like, don't come a white girl. Like, I'm right. a black woman living the black experience, right, even right, though right. I've got this very fair skin. So right. we're going to get into it, and it's actually going to be hilarious and very informative, cool. and I think surprising for a lot of folks. Okay. There's a lot of times in the interview where I feel like you think the conversation is going in one direction, and then it's like, right. Ska, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> but- Today is May 9th. Yes. And I want to wish a happy, happy birthday to Tamia.
2: I, mean, I love Tamia. We love Tamia. That's my girl crush. Can you do it to me, a little line dance we be doing it on the internet?
1: Yes. Can you do it?
2: it's like a little close. Time. Her Grant Hill.
1: Also, shout out to Billy Joel, one of my favorite artists of all time. Got to see really? Billy Joel. What? Oh my God. One of the greatest songwriters to ever live. Got to see Billy Joel at Madison Square Garden. And boy, I had a time, baby. I had a time. Also, shout out to Rosoria, Rosario Dawson. And the legendary Ghost Dini Iron Man, Ghostface Killer, y'all, turn 53. We love Ghost Dini, y'all. Yeah, Derek Cole.
2: Shout out to Ghostface. We love him.
1: So shout out to my Woo fans. All right. What do we got coming up this hour?
2: Coming up, we have our favorite segment. just say the darndest things, but we're switching it up this week, y'all. It's just say the smartest thing. Because sometimes they do say some smart stuff.
1: <sighs> we also just really be trying to balance and giving y'all some positivity. Yes. Positivity.
2: Plus, we got some 60-second headlines. Yes, we do. And Amanda, we got your big up, let down. It's a
1: jam-packed hour. It
2: is. It is.
1: So make sure you keep it locked right here at the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah Like the Bible. And we're doing a little flip on politicians say the darndest things. And we're bringing you Politicians, politicians say, say the Smartest, smartest things. things. You know, every so often, these politicians actually act like the public servants that they are. Right. And speak for the people. And They this earn is a, a check. They earn a check. This is
2: a great example right here. So we got to talk about a Minnesota senator, Senator Heather Gustafson, who had this to say about white people in legislative representation.
4: I'd ask testifier where... Where can white people be a member of this council? And I would like to sort of follow up with something um, Senator Dreskowski talks about and continues to talk about. I've been in this committee now for a long time listening, and I don't say anything because I don't want to provoke more arguments. Um, But I do feel like it's important to be on record to say that it is completely inappropriate and just frankly disgusting to have every thing that comes before our committee that has anything to do with equity be challenged by you in a way to say, what about the 82% of white people and why aren't they being represented? It is That's divisive. That's wrong. It's disgusting. It's dangerous. Also, I think it just completely is um, disregards the history of our state. For the longest amount of time, they have been The primary decision makers, even now, they hold the most amount of political power, own the most amount of businesses, make primarily the most amount of wealth in the state. They are well represented. So every time we talk about maybe giving a voice to other groups, it does not mean we're being divided, but that I consistently hear over and over again, what about the 82% of white people in Minnesota? That is a problematic message. Yes, that is a problematic message.
1: Why would we need to ask what about the white people (laughs) in Minnesota? Listen. If there's one place that ain't got a shortage of of white people. It's Minnesota. Minnesota. (laughs) Yeah, get out of here. But I love what she said. And I love that she said it.
2: Right. On record, I think that's a big part too. You can say stuff in closed door meetings. People love to like text you after the meeting like... (laughs) Oh, girl, what you said was so good. Well, yep. I was like, why didn't you say that mm-hmm. in, uh, in front of everybody else? Yes. So I love the fact that she... Because also, I think at this time, it requires everybody to stand up and, and hold the line. Not just black people, not just people of color. Like You
1: got to be loud yes, about the right yes. side of history right now. Right. Because they're going to be in the history books. It's going to happen. I'm going to tell my kids about you. I mean, if they don't burn the books. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I know a lot of people are like, Amanda, you always talk about race. And that's because there's always something with race to talk about because this country yeah. is all about race. And the sooner that everybody gets on the good foot with that, the sooner we can actually organize and get resistance happening because that is at the core of all of the things that are happening. And mm-hmm. you're, I know right now you're like, but well, what about? Yes, that too. <laughs> that too. All right. When we get back, we got 60 second headlines. Keep it locked right here. to The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals, Seals, Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Everybody, it is Tuesday. May 9th, this is the Amanda Seale Show, and we're about to head on out of here.
2: Yeah, because the show's over. The show is over. It missed us. If you just turned on the radio, I'm <laughs> sorry to tell you, you missed a good show.
1: You did miss a good show. We were moving and grooving today. We yeah. were talking about lots of things. We talked about student loan forgiveness. Mm-hmm. We talked about Ron DeSantis restricting the Chinese from buying land in Florida. We talked about
2: Wine taking a tumble at Lovers and Friends. We also had a little tussle of our own <laughs> about who would win a versus between Diddy <laughs> and Jermaine Dupri. I was like, I didn't get my fair, my fair, uh my fair chance in the argument because I was nervous because I felt like Atlanta was on my show. <laughs> <laughs> I had to carry the city on my bed.
1: Oh, my God. Well, you know what? I'm not even from Brooklyn, but I spread love the Brooklyn way <laughs> when I represented Proper Lay. All right? So, there's, the reality is, Jeremiah, listen, you could have been nervous, but I didn't shade you. The facts did. Nope. And in this case
2: the records did. We got a ring Diddy in Jermaine on the show. That's know, the only way to do to it. Talk about it. It's the only
1: way to do it. Uh We've been celebrating nurses all week because it's Nurses Appreciation Week but I just found out it's also Teachers. Teacher Appreciation Week which I feel like is like too close for comfort. Like, right. They should have their own weeks. Mm-hmm. They said nah, all together. So we may have to bring in teacher... We we may need to do like a belated teacher appreciation week <laughs> next week, all right? That'll be dope. that will be dope. All right, well, we got more for you uh, tomorrow. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can go to wherever you get your podcast. You can also check out my my podcast small doses wherever you get your podcast our latest episode side effects of police gangs been up all week and if you missed out yo you need to get into it because the knowledge being dropped by journalist cerise castle and the information i should say is really i haven't been able to hear this anywhere else Me either. you know and so i'm glad that you know we got the opportunity to have her on the show so make sure you check that out and if you want to watch the podcast you can go to amanda Sales tv on youtube and if you want to get the extra content then you can go and get your bonus content at the Amandaverse, which is my Patreon. Okay? And last but not least, I also wanna let you all know. I'll be live in California at Los Angeles' downtown L.A.'s Novo Theater with Smart, Funny, and Black, my live comedy variety game show. We got two black icons going head-to-head, Jaleel White versus Wayne Brady. It's going down May 18th right here in L.A. Get your tickets at AmandaSeals.com. Tickets at AmandaSeals.com. And let's say you want to come to the show, but you can't. Let's say you want to support the show, but you, but you, you don't know how. Well, I'm going to tell you, uh, until midnight on May 10th, we're doing a free ticket drive where we are accepting donations that we're going to be able to put towards providing tickets for folks who can't afford to come to the show, but really should get to come and see the show because money should not be the decider on whether or not you get to be in community spaces. So you can go to smartfunnyandblack.com and donate. Now, a ticket is $45, but you don't got to donate $45. You can donate whatever you have and just know that it's going to a good cause and we're to get them tickets in the hands of people who want to come and see the show, and maybe need some upliftment, particularly because maybe they don't got the dollars right now. You know, but they want to be in a space of enrichment. We want to be able you to do that. that. So go to smartfunnyandblack.com dot for that. All right, uh, remember you can hit us up one eight five five Amanda eight that's 1-855-262-6328 and you can also follow us on social media at Seal said it. What we got coming up Wednesday.
2: Coming up Wednesday, we got more of Politicians Say the Smartest Things. Our phone politicians say the darndest things. Plus, Illinois, they set ends end to these book bins. They not playing with it. They say we keeping the
1: books. I'm excited. Push
2: your big up let down, as always.
1: You know what? That sounds like a really good start to a hump day. I think so, too. All right. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Stay safe, y'all. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.